Whatever you accomplish in life is a manifestation, not as much of what you do as of what you believe you deserve. Look for the silver lining But never a cloud appears in the blue Remember somewhere the sun is shining And so the right thing to do is make it shine for you Hello and welcome to the first episode of my new podcast Between Us Make Every Conversation Count. Today's episode is about manifestation. So manifestation has become a popular idea, right? Um and it has many names. You switch on an Instagram account, you will see tarot card readers, you go on a YouTube, you will see life coaches talking about manifesting and calling it by different names. You know, law of attraction, law of assumption, law of intention. And and to me manifestation is all of them all of that and much more at the heart of it manifestation is about um us uh, manifestation is about you uh, manifestation is about our heart mind body and soul manifestation is also about tapping the unlimited potential which is residing within you and sometimes we need that little push that little trigger and that trigger is the first step towards the manifestation process when we say that we want to manifest something you know manifest a person manifest a relationship manifest a personal goal a professional goal it begins with that simple desire a desire in your heart a calling from within you asking you to tap into your unlimited potential harnessing that potential and there is a method in that process to achieve those goals so today i'm going to talk about how manifestation works why it does not work and how is it that we can change some of the negative aspects into positive ones so let us begin by talking about the three aspects of manifestation gratitude asking for it and working towards it just like anything else in life the process of manifestation begins simply by being grateful for what we already have we must understand and remind ourselves that this is already ours and now we will work towards it the first step of showing gratification is having total faith in the process as we work towards our goal we may question if manifestation would actually work we might get discouraged frustrated if we are sitting in a struggle and wondering when things are going to happen we aren't actually trusting the process when we question manifestation we tell the universe to prove that manifestation is actually working manifestation is also about faith it's a process of finding ourselves a calling from within us the self speaking of our heart's desires to ourselves to manifest we have to trust the process whenever we find ourselves doubting we must say to ourselves i am getting closer and closer to my goals every day the universe has my back and it's awesome repeat this phrase every single time until you begin believing it 
So acceptance is an essential part of this process. All manifestations are twofold. Self-doubt is the opposing force working here against our goals and dreams. Sometimes we are stepping out of our house and we need to reach a certain place and we step out of the house, we'll never find a cab. But if you really don't think about it and you just decide that I have to go to this meeting, I have attended the meeting and the meeting has gone well, believe me, 99% of the time, you will find the cab, you will reach on time, you will have a great meeting. So this is something which comes from the core. So the biggest stumbling block towards manifestation is self-doubt. And how do we remove those self-doubts? The only way we can do that is when we have absolute clarity on what we really want. Because as they say, if you don't know exactly what you want, you can't actually take steps to make it happen. To manifest something, you must know what you desire. That means you must get very clear on the specifics, detailing the features as if your manifestation is tailor-made for you. Now folks, understand this, and this is my personal experience. When a desire comes into your mind, when you, when you have even the smallest of desire, know that it's the universe's way of telling you that you deserve this, that it is already yours if you work hard towards it. Coming back to self-doubt, self-doubt is what? It's basically resistance and self-doubts pop up all the time. So think of your manifestation process as a journey you are undertaking to reach a destination. You know, when we drive up the freeways or the highways, uh, a long distance drive, we all know that we will definitely get some form of resistance. It could be a blockage in the road. Um, if you're traveling up the mountains, it could be light. It could be anything. Now, we have to realize that those stumbling blocks exist. Just like in the process of your manifestation, you should know that there would always be challenges. So should we stop manifesting? Should we stop driving down to our destination? No. And the only way we can reach our destination or the only way we can manifest what we want, apart from clarity, is the self-belief that come what may, I will achieve what I want to achieve. And I think that's the only way we can remove resistance in the process of manifestation. The other thing about manifestation is we have this habit, it's basic human trait, that we always use these two words together. I want we want. Whenever you keep saying, I want, you are putting yourself in a state of already lacking something. You declare that you are not whole. Insecurities and wants are the primary feelings that lead to self-doubts. Know this, wants are essentially the opposite of manifestation. They will put you in a state of neediness. Wanting and needing something expresses the feeling that you already don't have it. If you recall what I said at the beginning, manifestation is about being grateful and being grateful is about the fact that you already have it. Believing that you already have it makes all the difference. It means you have defined the fact that you're already whole. Faith and belief come in here. Another aspect of manifestation is intent and that begins with asking yourself the tough questions. 
at the end of the day, our intent is also about our belief in what we want to manifest. And therefore, clarity of that intent is a must. Because it's the intent which drives your mind, soul and heart to actually do the work that it takes to make your manifestations come true. This is the role of you. It will always be you that has to make everything happen. Therefore, not asking yourself the tough questions can blur the understanding of your own intent. And in the process of manifestation, we might end up manifesting something we never wanted. Many of us may have heard this oft-repeated quote. Uh, we see them on billboards, we see them on, um, on Instagram and Facebook pages, which is, what you seek is seeking you. And I'm not just talking about uh, a relationship or a person you seek. Anything you seek is always seeking you. The intent behind the questions we ask ourselves is the prime differentiator. Asking ourselves questions to doubt ourselves is completely different from asking ourselves questions to start figuring out the answers. And those answers lie within. Again, your heart, soul and mind. Remember, the universe gives you what you are and not who you are. So a large part of the manifestation is also finding yourself, your wants and needs. When you actually understand your own self, you can streamline your wants and needs and mold your reality. Always look beyond your comfort zone, which is not the same as pushing yourself to be uncomfortable. Being mindful is the key here. Paying attention is the key here. So if you look at it, manifestation is a technique that helps you align with the cosmic power, the universe, or choose to call it by any name, and then turn your vibration towards what you are seeking to attract. But a footnote, don't focus on what is lacking. Focus on the idea that what you seek is already here. By turning your attention from the future toward possessing the future now, you will begin to watch your life shift before your very eyes. So I'd like to share a personal experience which is uh, moving homes, a classic example. I moved uh, to Mumbai just before COVID started and, I was, and I'm living in a two-bedroom apartment. And it's been one of the nicest experiences I have had as I was looking for my private space because for me, my, my, my apartment is just not an apartment or a house, it's my home. And this was this beautiful apartment. I walk into the apartment and I still remember October 2018 after probably you know, checking out about 15, 20 apartments. Probably this was the 20th or 21st apartment. I walk in, it's on the seventh floor and I walk in and the apartment positioning was east-west. So once I moved in, every morning I would see the sunrise and evening the sun setting. When I started to podcast for the first time during the COVID lockdown, one of my great sources of energy was the sun, watching the sunrise, it just gave me a different perspective. Just before the second phase of COVID lockdown started, the bungalow right next to me was taken apart and a builder came in with a new building. And then my view was completely blocked. So there were times when, you know, when nothing was there, sometimes I would take it for granted. You know, I would just say, too much of sunlight, oh gosh, I wish this was not there. 
um, in the middle of the day. I wish I could probably find some shade. And as they say, you ask and you receive. And the universe responded in, in, a, in, a, in a way I would have never wanted it to respond. And over time, there were constructions all around my apartment. And I said, this is the time for me to probably move to a new apartment. And what I'm sharing right now is very important. When you are crossing over or when you are wanting something new, it's always important for you to be grateful for what you already have or had. If you have the mindset of everything is wrong in this place, and then when you set out to look for a new apartment, what really happens is you will get more of what you are or what you have. So every apartment I went looking for, there was some sort of a new construction going on or construction which would start. So what does that mean? It basically means that I wasn't grateful or happy being where I was and I was looking for happiness outside of it. A lot of our manifestation process comes from within because I strongly believe that the universe uh, we talk about, it resides from within. Our mind is a source of great possibilities. And I realized after the first few apartment searches that I was doing it all wrong. And then I sat down and I said, okay, why am I moving out from this apartment? And I put pen to paper and I started listing down things. And I said, okay, what are the things which I should be grateful for in this apartment? And I realized there were so many things, positive things which happened. And so for me, I realized that when I stopped doing that, and I, when I started to seek something more, I was receiving more of what I already had. And that is what manifestation is all about. There is a science to it, there is an art to it, there is a method to it. But at the heart of it, it is about you. And so my message to everyone is, uh, go deep within, ask yourself who you are, what do you want, why do you want it? And when you have answers to those questions, believe me, there is nothing impossible to achieve. You know, the other day I was reading an interesting uh, post on LinkedIn. I'm a great believer that the universe communicates with you in some form or shape. Sometimes you're driving down and you will see billboards with messages. Um, if you keep a close watch on it, you will realize that these are messages are coming to you. So coming back to this article, I read about this guy who's written over 200 books. And um, apparently what happened was he was writing a book and it was taking him nowhere and he was taking all the time in the world. And then he got diagnosed with cancer and um, he was told that he had a few months to live, probably five or six months. And guess what? He just started writing books after books after books. And that six months became three years and there was total remission of his cancer, right? Um, so imagine a situation where someone who was not able to complete one book writes up 200 books because he gets to know that he has X amount of time to live. And then over time, you realize that the person is, his cancer is gone. But what that tells you is, if, if you put your mind to it, you can achieve what you want to achieve. Sometimes you need a trigger and that trigger could be anything.
For me, those triggers are subtle messages from the universe. And these messages help. And I think it's important that we pay attention. As I said earlier, paying attention, being mindful is extremely important. Remember, these messages resonate with us because we are working towards a goal. But these messages are basically our calling from within us. So when you talk about manifestation, when you talk about, you know, fulfilling a desire of yours, remember all of those desires actually take shape from within you. And if you start believing that you've already achieved it, the job is almost done. Personally, I can tell you right from being a podcaster to being a first-time author or choosing to be who I want to be, they have all been a part of my manifestation process. I have always had complete clarity in what I wanted and that didn't happen from day zero. It's an evolution process. Every time I had a desire to do something, to achieve something, the first step towards that would be building clarity. And the best way to do that is by putting pen to paper. I have always been a person who would take notes, be it in my classroom or when I'm working or even when I'm reading a book. For me, that's very important. And before you even put your pen to paper, most important thing is to have an open mind. For me, the process of manifestation has paired really well with journaling or writing or maintaining a personal notebook or a gratitude journal, whatever you want to call it. But writing has really helped me understand a lot of what I've shared with you today. But of course, there's much more nuance to a to-do list than what meets the eye. It's funny that the to-do list, one of the most productive tools we have in our arsenal, is also, rather can also be a source of overwhelm and anxiety. So I would today lay down some aspects of a to-do list. How do we go about doing it? Um, you begin with the lowest common denominator task. For example, let's say you want to launch a podcast. In my case, I have launched my podcast today. You may have a launch your podcast date on your list. Do you think you can complete the task in, in one day? No. I would never see a large project like that on my daily to-do list. That item would likely sit on a vision board or a mind map of my manifesting world. And to be fair, it would undoubtedly give me anxiety and leave me overwhelmed. So the key here is to break down your project into tasks that can be completed in one day by starting with a date in mind. Ask yourself, when do I want to launch my podcast? Or when do I want to um, begin a specific activity? In my case, when it came to podcasting, ideally it was about 100 days away. That is three months plus a week, which gave me ample time to plan, implement and launch. With a date in mind, I began to work backwards, defining what needs to be done to launch the podcast on a given day. See, another trouble people face through this process is lacking accountability towards our to-do list. There's a very simple solution for that. Share your to-do list with people. I know it's scary, but this is one way 
of being accountable. To begin with, you could just share it with your family or your closest friend or maybe a work colleague who's, who's very dear to you. But share it with someone you'd like to be answerable to in case you miss the deadlines. Still, do remember, accountability to no one will be more important than your accountability to yourself. Always. In today's world, you could probably tweet it out to your small community of followers. You know, something like, today I'm working on defining my audience for my podcast. Who do you think I should be speaking with? Building in public is the best way to create accountability through your supporters or your fans. For me personally, I share my to-do list through my blog on my virtual community of friends. For impassionate entrepreneurs and creators, not only are we co-working, but we are also creating and celebrating when the tasks are complete. Remember, small wins matter. So I have been able to manifest my podcasting goals or my writing goals as a future author through the use of pen and paper because writing gives me complete clarity. Now, it's not necessary that all of you will have the same process. Some don't want to write. Some have a different process. Uh, I'm not asking all of you to write down the way I do it. But there has to be a method to the madness. You must have a process of gaining clarity. So when I write, I visualize. And as I said in the beginning, the first step towards manifesting is believing that it's already yours. And that belief only comes through clarity. Remember, thoughts are fluid. A pen and a paper are concrete. So what are you waiting for? Put that pen to a paper. Cement those ideas into concrete. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Between Us podcast. This podcast was recorded at Manikpod Studios in Chambur, Mumbai. Our sound engineer is Mainak Chakraborty, and your producers are Arnav Dogra and Santosh Kumar. The Between Us podcast uploads episodes weekly, and we'll see you next time.